25 minutes away from 2 o'clock. Now, this week is National Science Week, so that's a good excuse to meet some of our smart thinkers in South Australia. Let's begin with the bloke who's just been announced as South Australia's Scientist of the Year, Professor Joseph Getz. He joins me now. Professor, congratulations. Thank you very much, Helen. Scientist of the Year. Announced, uh, announced uh, uh, at the uh, big uh, event on, on Friday night. Um, tell, us, uh, tell us about uh, the, um, the research that you've been doing at Adelaide Uni. I am, Alan, I'm a human geneticist, so I, I look at uh, DNA and uh, try to understand how, how that makes sense uh, for us, uh, for our children. Uh, that's DNA is uh, something we all carry. It's something we mm. have all in common. And I'm just trying to uh, inform ourselves and our colleagues and patients and families uh, and, I guess, the general public of how important it is to understand our DNA and how to take advantage of it for all good reasons. And what, what specifically have you been sort of drilling down on lately? Uh, you, yeah. you've, you've had a reasonable breakthrough, haven't you? Uh, my, my history of research over the last 33 years in, in genetics of... Uh, neurodevelopmental disabilities, or in other words, we were interested in learning disabilities, autisms, uh, seizure disorders or epilepsies, and more recently, movement disorders, and in particular, cerebral palsies, which for many years were considered to be a consequence of perinatal injury, asphyxia, but we have shown that uh, a lot of these cases are in fact errors in DNAs, and uh, there is not a, a problem of the hospital services mm. or... Uh, the trauma during the delivery, but it's something which has been there from probably the very early days of the conception and the development of these individuals. And from a very basic point of view, the more you drill down and and uh, we understand this part of genetics and so forth, the more knock-on effect. You're talking specifically about one condition at the moment, but the more you, you find out about that, the more the, the 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 ramifications in a wider sense have become obvious. Uh, you are exactly right. Yeah. Uh, when I started my career, we thought it's going to have five major genes uh, yeah. responsible for all these uh, problems we face, and that space. But we learned that now we have more than six thousand conditions. We have four and a half thousand different specific genes which cause different uh, clinical uh, entities. And in my space, there's probably about two thousand different genes which are linked to different disabilities of childhood. Mm. So the research you're doing here in Adelaide in this specific area is having a, an effect around the world, isn't it? Uh, that's the fantastic part yeah. of it, that we can really work locally and we are connected and our uh, relevance is, is worldwide simply because of the DNA, what we share. We are no different uh, being in India, mm. being in the United States or in Europe or in Africa. We all have DNA. The, the DNA, when it's copied from central cells, can make mistakes. And as a consequence, we have uh, clinical presentations of those mistakes that they can present as uh, childhood onset disabilities mm. of this type. Mm. Well, how long have you been in Adelaide? And why Adelaide? Very good question, Alan. 25 years in, on June 14. I remember it like today. I was very excited to come here. Why Adelaide? Because it has been really the brightest spot on the map of the world to do this type of work. Adelaide has been the place where the first and most important gene for learning disability has been discovered, and still it is the most important gene for familiar learning disability. This is the place that the first epilepsy gene has been discovered in 94. And I hope that I carry the flag uh, by contributing to all of that and also changing the paradigm of understanding cerebral palsies as mm. not 
uh, something which is a hospital mistake or a mistake of specific people, but it's our genetics contributing to its etiology. Uh, also with us, uh, South Australia's Chief Scientist, Professor Carolyn uh, McMillan. You must be very happy to hear uh, Joseph uh, paint uh, Adelaide as a picture like that. Well, we are, we are just so privileged to have um, scientists, researchers, educators of the calibre, you know, of, of Joseph. And we had this wonderful event when the awards were announced on Friday. And in reading out the finalists uh, for this award and looking at the finalists for all of the other awards, you know, Adelaide is just such a, a wonderful uh, city of science and South Australia is just such a wonderful state of science. To have this calibre, mm. um, I, I sort of think, you know, it's almost like the extraordinary, among the ordinary day-to-day uh, worlds we, we move and live in and um, it's just f- uh, phenomenal. It's interesting, isn't it, given Adelaide is Adelaide, <laughs> in, in the big picture of Australia, a lot of people on the west, co- on the east coast, particularly, roll their eyes when we mention Adelaide. But here we are, leading uh, the, the nations at research. Look, not in science. People uh, in science across the science and maths and engineering and technologies, they see what Adelaide's doing at the moment. It's there's a palpable excitement. There's that uh, wonderful opportunity to have the Australian Space Agency and space industry developments. Mm-hmm. We're seeing lot for. Team go uh, going up uh, very visibly, and down the other end we have, of course, you know that great, uh, the great cheese grater, Samri, Samri, and mm. Tonsley, and uh, Tech Park, and all of the great defence, uh, all of the great ag work um, across the weight. So there is really high calibre science and uh, when you look at the measures which which I have um, the opportunity to do so where we sit on the world stage our work and how it is viewed by other scientists is really really impressively high and I can say that. Yeah you can uh, and uh, spe- particularly given that uh, before you took the, you, you've been here about a year now haven't you? As yeah about t- 10 months yeah. yeah. And before that you're uh, Vice Chancellor at the University of Newcastle so you threw that in to come to Adelaide and lead this state as far as uh, our research is concerned? Look, um, I'd, I'd been at seven wonderful years at the University of Newcastle and, uh, you know, in those roles, um, as you would imagine, they are absolutely... Um, uh, utterly uh, intense and wonderfully so but reasonably uh, I think five years is a bit too short in those roles and mm. ten years is a bit too, too long, long. Mm. so this was exactly the right timing and for me it was coming back to Adelaide it was coming back into a role where I could learn um, uh, more about the uh, the science that uh, we do and the science we can do, and also where I hope to provide some value as well. And what about, uh, you know, as Joseph said, uh, we're known around the world. Is it just going to get, uh, you know, a wider push around the world as far as our reputation is concerned? Yes. I mean, if we look at science, the absolute core of science is talented people, talented teachers, talented communicators, talented researchers. And people like uh, Joseph and indeed myself uh, back uh, when uh, we moved our family from Melbourne to um, Adelaide. Um, People move when they can see that 
the, the there is a, a critical mass of people mm. who they will work with and their work will be improved by and improve the collective collaborative effort. And so people do move across the world um, many times to come to the right place where they can do the science they want to do and they know it is the best they can do. And I think uh, we forget that science doesn't have borders, uh, mm. knowledge doesn't have borders. Um, it's a very open communicating um, international um, profession. We're talking about National Science Week and we have uh, the, uh, the, the, the South Australia's new scientist of the year with us and also chief scientist, who you just heard uh, from Professor Carolyn McMillan. We've also got another special guest in the studio with us who we'll meet in just a moment. Uh, if you've got any questions or any comments about uh, your kids, you know, doing particularly well or not doing particularly well, for that matter, in science and mathematics, etc., at school, um, uh, feel free to give us a call, 8223 0000. Itching to have your say on the 5AA Sports Show? Now you're guaranteed to get through with your comments, feedback and questions. Thanks to Mile End Office Furniture, the largest office furniture showroom in South Australia. You can now text the 5AA Sports Show on 0448 08 1395. Write it down. 0448 All thanks to Mile End Office Furniture and 1395 Adelaide's 5AA. Standard SMS fees apply. While most of our vitamin D comes from the sun, you can increase your vitamin D intake by trying Healthy Care Vitamin D from Chemist Warehouse. Vitamin D assists the health and function of the immune system and helps support bone mineral density. Healthy Care Vitamin D3 1000 IU capsules are just $12.99 at Chemist Warehouse. Always read the label use only as directed. Vitamin supplements may only be of benefit where intake is inadequate. Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Hey Siri, can you look up Mate, Chief... It's McGain here. Huh? Siri needed a break. Weak platter. Okay. Well, cheap flights to Bali. I thought I... I thought I'd remind you. You're saving for a new home? I am. Well, I've got something for you in Ranella. Yeah? Spacious, room for the family. You could even pop a Balinese hut out the back. Have a holiday every day. McGain, you make perfect sense. Yep. That's why everywhere you look, there's a sign popping up saying... Sold by McGain? Again. At Medimart Superstores, you won't find vitamins or hair and beauty products. As the name suggests, at Medimart Superstores, they only sell medical products to help keep you moving and make life easier. The range and advice you receive is really extraordinary, from mobility scooters and special hearing aids to shower chairs to wheelchairs, orthopaedic shoes, compression braces, uh, CPAP therapy and even more, including free in-store hearing tests. Just book in and have it done. It's as simple as that. Minimart Superstores also have a wide selection of true life breast prosthesis and prosthetics, including bras and wigs, in many styles and colours. Why? Well, it's all about helping you look good and feel good and be better. Minimart Superstores, whatever you need, when you need it, at everyday low prices. you find them at Brighton, Elizabeth and Ronella. Visit medimart.net.au. Ever wondered where your fresh citrus comes from? At Coles, we have an Aussie first sourcing policy. So you can enjoy our juicy Aussie Afora mandarins, just $2.50 a kilo. For in-season citrus, good things are happening at Coles. Offer ends Tuesday. If Antarctica's on your bucket list, don't miss this unique opportunity with Phil Hoffman Travel, flying over the world's last great wilderness. Departing from Adelaide, it's the world's most unique day trip and the only flight-seeing tour to explore the region. Visit 
this full-day chartered Qantas flight departs Sunday 24th of November with tickets from just $1,199. Antarctica, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Book today. Phil Hoffman Travel. Visit pht.com.au. Good news. A fully monitored CareAlert Smart Dialer can still be yours absolutely free through the South Australian Rebate Scheme. Yes, there are some criteria that apply, but the simple process involved is well worth the effort. CareAlert is the only brand I recommend, and they will help you with whatever needs doing to ensure you have the 24-7 protection you need while home alone. Give CareAlert a call, 1300 75 95. Or visit carealert.com.au. Harvey Norman Laundry Catalogue out now. All the latest tech and best innovations from the big laundry brands. Get a great deal, plus, for a limited time, bonus delivery, installation and removal of your old unit, plus six kilos of ammo. Or if you upgrade to a king-size machine, get an additional bonus collapsible bucket and set of two towels. Delivery within 25 k of store. Conditions apply. See in store for details. Great deals and bonuses on front loaders, top loaders, dryers and packages. Limited time only, now. You want your child to believe they can be anything they want to be. Unfortunately, there are some children who believe all they'll ever be is poor. In fact, one in six children in Australia live in poverty. Many can't imagine things ever changing. By donating to the Smith family, you'll provide access to out-of-school learning programs and mentoring to help them get the most out of school so they can create their own better future. Search the Smith family and donate today. In Adelaide and across South Australia, this is Alan Hickey. Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Caravan Repairs. Easy insurance repairs, fast. 12 minutes away from 2 o'clock, it's uh, National Science Week and we have some special guests in the studio with us. South Australia's Scientist of the Year, Professor Joseph Getz, is with us. Also, our Chief Scientist, Professor Carolyn McMillan, has come back home to Adelaide. And we've just been talking about uh, our reputation, uh, both nationally and internationally, uh, Carolyn. There's a real emphasis uh, within the education system on attracting more kids into science, uh, and it's uh, under the uh, auspices of STEM, which is, correct me if I'm wrong here, science, technology, engineering and mathematics? No, that's absolutely right. I've got it right, yeah. Um, Are we doing enough to actually push kids into that direction, or should we have to push kids into that direction? Is it a case of... You know, horses for courses. Well, I think firstly, when we look to our future, um, and this is the Australia as a whole and including South Australia, the careers of the future are going to be those with uh, some of the technologies we haven't seen come through yet mm. that will, as artificial intelligence has done, cyber has done, digital technologies have done, change the way in which we work change the future workforce and really the future is about science and having a knowledge of science now i think uh, we shouldn't push (laughs) um in a sense uh young people because young people often don't like having that pressure Mm. uh, to be a something or someone they may not feel they can recognize themselves in but having the excitement of science around having great science teachers being able to reconnect to science if for a period of time you've decided that they weren't the subjects you wanted to do at high school and having flexibility in pathways so that you can come through 
at to use science later in life, particularly if you haven't bumped up against that great mm. teacher or you mm. haven't bumped up against people who you've thought, I could be that person. I want to be the marine biologist. I want to be um, that engineer working um, on aid projects across the world or I want to be work, use technology for health yeah. you have to yeah. you have to in a sense meet people and find out who they are and what they do and that doesn't necessarily happen if you're living um, you know say fairly remotely in, particularly in regions um, you know and we have to work very hard and bring people uh, into, say, Science Alive, which had 30,000 hmm. young people, hmm. um, you know, just having the greatest time and finding out about what those careers are. Yeah, absolutely. And that uh, that's a great way to introduce our next guest. Uh, South Australia's STEM Educator of the Year is Anthea Ponty. Hi, Anthea. Hello, Alan. Thanks for coming in. And also, congratulations. Uh, Hawthorne, uh, Prim Hawthorne Dean Primary School. It's very lucky to have you. Thank you. Hey, Thank STEM you. I'm very lucky of the year. To be there. Let's pick up on on the thread that uh, we were just discussing, though. Um, what happens when kids get to the point and they think, "Oh, this is not for me." They go into humanities or the arts. Can they come back to to science and and, and STEM subjects? Absolutely, and I think as a, a primary educator in a primary school, uh, my role is to develop their curiosity uh, so that they have these amazing ideas and theories that they're willing to explore and make those connections with the world around them. And as we use those theories and ideas to um, explore what's going on, we can develop a toolkit that our students use. They have those skills and understandings that uh, underlie how the world works. And if they want to, they can come back to that. They've got the skills there. Mm. I don't know whether is that... I guess at your level, that's the message you're, you're, you're pushing quite strongly now because it's sort of a new generation coming through, isn't it, under this new system? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I hope that in my classroom and many other classrooms around the state, we're developing that culture of critical and creative thinking. We're asking students to uh, pursue their passion and to meet those professionals in the world around us. So being in South Australia, we're very lucky that we have such a rich scientific community and, and we have very generous scientists and STEM professionals that will come into our schools and work with teachers and students to inspire them. I think it brings that real world element that scientists aren't off in remote labs doing uh, unusual things. They're actually those real people in the community mm. around us mm. and, and that our students can be scientists too if they want to. That's a really important uh, point, isn't it, Joseph? Uh, you know, something I, I assume in the past is what stopped people engaging with, with science is that it's just far too remote and it's too, you know, I don't understand it so I don't, you know, I won't even bother going down that path. Those times are changing. Uh, definitely they are changing and uh, we do try to communicate that as well. We are people like everyone on the streets. We do the, the same thing in our life. Uh, we, we do sports, uh, we communicate. We don't always wear uh, white coats and heavy glasses and mm. look under the microscope. We use computers, we communicate with people all over the world. Uh, we do a lot of exciting things and we solve puzzles. And, and that's a fantastically interesting and appealing, I would say, the younger generation and hopefully that message is coming through. So we are inspired by people like Antia. Myself, I was inspired by uh, by a physics and mathematics teacher at my primary school. Do you, remember, do you remember that teacher? Oh, yeah. You do? Yeah. Mm. 
uh, it was Mr. Fremal, and and he really uh, taught us physics in in it was year five, where I really I loved it, and I studied physics and mathematics in my high school, but then guess what? I met a inspiring biology teacher, and I said, well, that's probably mathematics and physics in a challenging world of life being, and I never looked back. Mm, mm. It says a lot, doesn't it? Carolyn, I, I thought it was interesting, your your um, a selection of the special guest at Friday night's awards, of course, is Dr Carl. Dr Carl. Probably one of the most famous nutty scientists in the world. <laughs> he won't mind me saying that. He comes on the program often. Um, that did surprise me, because I would have thought you'd have someone who was, you know, you, more of your classic scientist standing on stage doing the presentation, but Dr Carl was completely out of left field. And well, it, said, it speaks yeah. exactly what we're talking about here. Well, I think two things. Firstly, the opportunity to host Dr Carl in Adelaide was, uh, you know, for the f- more than that event. So we had 600 students at uh, Norwood Morelta High School who had two and a half hours of Dr Carl on stage on the great moments of the future in science. And oh, what a scream that must have been. It was yeah. phenomenal. <laughs> and those students asked remarkable great questions yeah. about quantum in, quantum entanglement and you know really complex sophisticated thinking um, of the next generation who are going to be looking after this planet and looking after us and extraordinarily uh, good young people um, with great great insight um, so uh, for our event um, we have a room full of science this is a celebration this is a night where we can actually relax mm. and Dr Carl is great great at that really sophisticated way of uh, understanding that and he uh, you know took us through on a fun journey um, so it had fun in it had a good science in it it had a message in it and um, it was part of the night's uh, sense of you know great 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 uh, uh, celebration mm-hmm. yeah well talking about stem which as i said is science technology engineering and mathematics there is a, a a bit of a suggestion that we should be calling it steam because we should be putting the arts in there put an a in there for the arts i'm i'm actually a fan because i'm more of an arts person than a than a stem person purely because form four at camperdown high school in country victoria i had a naff of a science teacher who turned me off yeah you know here i am you know many many years later <laughs> well i think um there was a sort of a, there was a sense maybe in uh, maybe 10 years ago that was art versus science mm. and that uh, you know you were a very different person if you were in arts and if you were in science and i think that's not i think we've 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 gone past that i think what we see is creativity you know is right at the heart of arts and it's absolutely at the heart of science you know to get up in the morning and you know as you're joseph and anthea and you you're thinking of new ideas mm-hmm. and these are and you're looking through the lens that no one has thought this before you have to test that out you have to see what comes of it and you're moving with um, in circles where your colleagues are themselves also thinking through your problem but with different solutions so creative um and and very addictive actually mm. um science in that way as is arts so i also think the creative industries in adelaide and being in adelaide there's there's a really great connection there because some of the technologies you're using to 
render the art, um, you know, particularly in visual compositing and uh, making, uh, you know, the the wonderful ways in which music and sound and, and the movie comes together. Um, and at the heart of that, a human actor, of course, sometimes not a human actor, maybe the artificial intelligence yeah. playing at. Mm. Mm. So we're seeing a blend there. And I just think it's great down the streets and laneways of Adelaide to have those young creative professionals, you know, having the conversations over some great wine, great food, and and just making this city obviously the magnet city for talent. Joseph, do you yeah. agree in your area of research? Oh, I very much agree. Mm. Uh, this goes back into my discussion with my colleagues who are studying acting back in Europe, and we always argued, oh, we are very different, we are very different. No, we are not. I agree with Carolyn. The creativity, it's the base for mm. arts as well as for science. Without creativity, we're not going to achieve uh, the highest possible outcomes. So I'm, with all my ten fingers on all my hands crossed, that this is going to happen and we're going to have the arts in it. Yes, let's hope so. Anthea, you're dealing with primary school kids. That must be a really interesting area because, um, you know, kids are deciding there what their area of interest is. Not necessarily what which direction they're going to go in, but they're, they're sort of making up their own minds. Is that a challenge for you? For you? It, it is a challenge. Uh, I think it's important as an educator to, to keep options open and keep those ideas flowing um, and helping students understand that there is a link between creativity and science mm. and um, that innovation is about taking something new or creative and making an improvement in the world. And if we can use our skills to, to do that, to make improvements, then we have the opportunity to take on many of the challenges that are going to um, surface in the next few years. Listen, thank you so much for coming in, all of you. Uh, Really interesting conversation and uh, we can take heart that I think uh, our reputation as being a world leader as far as research is concerned is in good hands. Thank you very much. Thank 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 you you very much. Now, also, you can follow um, uh, the Chief Scientist on Twitter, as I do. I'm glad uh, I've been wanting to get you in to have a chat to you for quite some time, so I'm glad we've had you in today. Uh, And also, you can check out the SA Science Excellence Award winners on uh, the website, scienceawards, all one word, dot sa.gov.au. Thank you very much, and uh, happy researching. Thank you. (laughs) you. Okay, Dr Derek uh, is... uh,